0: Alan, thanks for being here tonight. Yes, it's a pleasure. And so, uh, before I forget this, I wanted to bring this up. I think you got the same email I did from one of our listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the email, uh, his name was Awake Now. He said he's been listening to the broadcast and his eyes are really open.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And he sent, um, he sent a link. He, he put in his search engine. Masonic CHIP program, uh-huh. and, yeah. and I clicked on the link, and I brought up one of the pages. The first one there was the Pennsylvania Masonic Youth Program or something, and it was the CHIP program, uh-huh. and that is the Child's Identification Program, Alan, yes. where they use biometrics, they use fingerprints, and et cetera, et cetera, and it sounds so good. Uh, but the thing that was uh, interesting to me is several years ago, and I'm thinking it's at least four or five years ago now, uh-huh. the state legislature came out with the program. Uh, it was passed by the legislature, and it was called the CHIP program, and it was the Children's Health Insurance Program yeah. for Pennsylvania, and it was for the, the, the children. Uh, whose parents couldn't afford health insurance. No child will be left behind, you know. Okay. So then now we have the Masonic, uh, Pennsylvania Masonic CHIP program. And, um, and I sent it over to Darren and asked him to post it. Well, he did beneath one that he had posted several months ago. Uh-huh. And it's in our Big Brother and Cross Posted in Children's section. And it was from Nebraska. Oh, yeah. And And they're promoting, of course, all this. But, but, but what's interesting is they started out here in Pennsylvania. CHIP was the children's health insurance program. Oh, I see. Now we have the Masonic CHIP program, which is the child identification program. And next it will be the real CHIP, won't it, Alan?
2: It's a CHIP off the old block. A
0: CHIP off the old block, that yes. A- and, and I wanted to thank our uh, listener who sent that over and... and uh, it's just very very telling just how fast they move and how insidiously how insidiously and and it's just, when i wrote back I, I i pointed out you know that the, the ostensible reason makes too naive in a, a person who isn't aware uh, it sounds so good. It's like, Oh my goodness, you know, we'll get this video and we'll get the fingerprints and the hair whatever, the DNA I guess from the hair, right, Alan? Yeah. And then
2: if they our child their cheek is well inside their cheeks to take a swap test.
0: For the DNA?
2: Yeah.
0: Well in this little kit I think it's a hair uh, sample. Or at least the one in Kansas, I don't know, but it's the it's the underhanded and devious. Uh, way that they work in everything that the elite, that everything that is done,
2: yeah, isn't it? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I know, and it's always for uh, under the pretense of good cause.
0: Well, that's the point. It uh-huh. it makes you feel so safe, like chipping your 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 loved, beloved pets, uh-huh. And if they get lost, well my my, you can find them. And then you chip your beloved children, and yeah then the beloved husband and wife and then pretty soon everybody will have to chip.
2: Yes, just normalizes. So
0: so nobody can ever hide. There's no place to hide, is there, Alan?
2: That's the thing. (laughs) I know. They normalize something which really, if you stand back, it's bizarre. But uh, but actually normalize bizarreness. And they do. Uh, And they said they'd do this (laughs) at that Loyola meeting uh, where the World scientists met uh, chaired by Newt Gingrich. And um, it was sponsored by or paid for by the u s Department of Commerce, and it's due with an implanted chip in the brain, and they said they would promote this through kindergarten, through cartoons, through novels, through movies, uh, any kind of positive thing and and so they can normalize anything that they wish if we fall for it
0: Wait now i've you lost me somewhere there, Alan. Mm-hmm. Okay, Norm... Would you repeat that?
2: Um, well, that's their, their whole agenda, to normalize something which... Oh, I see. ...is a dangerous idea. If we, if we stand back individually and think about it rationally, it's a dangerous idea. But you can actually normalize it by good uh, marketing strategies, really, to the people. Uh-huh. And all you have to do is to give some PR out of, of how, how they found this woman's child that was lost. Um, but
0: how would they normalize planting a chip in the brain, Alan? They could
2: do it, they, could, they can do it whatever they want, because it's done primarily through fiction. Uh, young children already are watching this stuff with their superheroes in the cartoons, and in some of the movies. But,
0: okay, but how do they make it look good? What are their...
2: They give them... It appears to give them extra enhanced abilities of intellect. Oh. Or, or you don't have to study. You could be downloaded with all the data without studying for it. Oh.
0: Uh,
2: or you could have uh, amazing strength or whatever. I... See.
0: Okay, gotcha. So
2: that's how they're promoting it to the, to the very young children. Uh-uh. Yeah and so they want to be like their heroes and they know this they always give people heroes children like want heroes so they supply the heroes and of course they're, they're being programmed for something that's not for them it's for a small elite to control them right. in the future right, of course yes
0: yeah. um, Jeff came to visit and he brought a flyer that he took off the bulletin board uh, down in Wellsboro, mm-hmm. and 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 this is another uh, another example. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's just a page, and it is written in big letters. It says, "Looking for a job? Use this checklist on your next on your interview. Uh-huh. If your employer can't meet such simple demands, give me a call. Mm-hmm. And there's a yes or no here to check. Yeah. Will you receive at least? 1178 to 1501 a month plus room and board. Will you earn two pay raises a year for the first four years? Will you receive 30 days paid vacation per year? Will you receive a pay raise if you get married? Are full recreational facilities available, i.e. golf, tennis, theater, pool, horseback riding, etc.? Will you be entitled to medical and dental benefits with unlimited sick leave? Will you be accepted without experience? Will you be taught a skill at the firm's expense with full pay? Can you quit after two to four years to attend college and expect the employer to contribute all but $1,200 to an educational fund of up to 70000 Will the employer pay for 100% of your college tuition while you're working for him? Can you ask for cash bonuses of up to 40000 Will the employer pay off your college loans up to 65000 while you're working for him or her? Will you be allowed to work in locations where you've never been, like Hawaii or Europe? An army of one. And if you cannot, you know, if, if your employer can't meet the simple demands of these, give him a call. Sergeant Joshua K. Pond. He's a recruiter for the military yeah and I read that and I said hell I'm going to go I'm going to go sign up this is great <laughs> all full recreational facilities I can go to Hawaii or Europe is, isn't this pathetic Alan
2: yeah, well it's standard PR
0: uh, well I've never seen one of these before maybe they're all over the place
2: well the old Masonics the ones used to say I am or I be in the middle ages they the IB I be for I am and that was the standard joke in Britain for years when they were recruiting, um, during the, the, the troubles in, in Ireland with the IRA. And it'd say, be all that you can be. Oh. And of course, uh, they said the same thing. You could travel the world and meet people. And of course, the standard joke was, yeah, you can run up the Shankill Road with the bullets bouncing at your heels. <laughs> Wow. So they never tell you this at the bad part about this.
0: Well, they did. This. Certainly, they're not mentioning Iraq, Iran, Syria, no. you know, no. Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and where are these recreational facilities, for God's sake, Alan?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they lie to them? They lie to them. I've got newspaper articles in there and in our section. So you want to go to war? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of these items like this. Yes. Like promising some man, I forget what the heck the bonus was, if he would re-up. And once he did, they wouldn't give him his bonus. Yes. Now, when you go to court today, when they try to go to court, you know what's going to happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The government always wins.
2: That's right. And it's also the same when you come down with one of the the, the illnesses the, after the inoculations. that you're in the military, um, there's some horror stories come out of the VA hospitals uh, about the kind of treatment they get.
0: My dad died uh, died in a VA hospital, Ellen. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, and but and my friend Mel, <laughs> he was in Vietnam. Yeah. And uh, he was supposed to have surgery on his knees, it was at least three years ago, and they um, withdrew or lowered the money, uh, you know, withdrew funds from the VA uh, thing, Yes. and so they couldn't give him the surgery, so now he gets to have a walker.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the stuff they don't promote in the ads, you see.
0: And you know what I want to say, I I know I'm talking a lot, and I know that our listeners, you know, they tune in a lot of them because they want to hear you. So if you get any complaints, tell them I get my chance every now and then, too. (laughs) But I got an email, and it was just phenomenal, and I was formatting it to send over to Darren. And, Alan, it is one of the best I've seen written Uh about the chemtrails, uh, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And I get to this one part, and it, and this, this is a confirmation about the controlled opposition,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how 99.5% of what they say is not only truthful, but it's really usually well, well, well written and presented. Mm-hmm. And then one of the paragraphs in there said something about how was it that 19 hijackers were able to fly around in our airspace for over an hour and so there we are well oh, and then of course Saddam Hussein was brought into it the monsters Saddam uh-huh. so so there we are this one fabulous article about global warming chemtrails illnesses et cetera. Et cetera. and then there's that one paragraph and that's the big hook yeah you know they got to keep that lie going so I went to the website where it was posted come to find out it was Cliff Kincaid and oh, Cliff, yes. Cliff Kincaid is a, is or was a long time member he's one of the phony you know controlled opposition phony conservative Christian conservatives and uh, it was on his website and I said well that makes sense now that's the same thing Phyllis Schlafly and all of them do Tom DeWeese is another one he just puts out absolutely fabulous information, and I called him one day, and um, it was something in one of his newsletters that he puts out. He put out free, of course, Flick. I mean, it's, you, you have to wonder where they get all their money, but whatever it was, it was so not right, and I called him to talk to him about it, and he said, Jackie, I agree with everything you said. I said, well, then are you going to make a amends here? And then he went on, it just slipped slide around me. And basically I did it to give him the benefit of the doubt. Because I was pretty clear that, you know, he had all these little hooks in his stuff. Uh, little tiny ones, they look little but they're big. They're big lies, Alan. Yeah. And um and the same thing with Cliff Kincaid. I and I, I'm saying this for the um for our listeners who fall for these kinds of things, folks. You have to watch for the hooks. And anytime you read anything that talks about nineteen hijackers, you on nine one one on excuse me, September eleventh at the World Trade Center debacle. Um, anytime you read that, you know that it's part of the controlled opposition. Because there's nobody out there that's out there with that kind of information, Alan, that doesn't know. That's right. Sure. Okay, I'm done.
2: Well, that's the key to it is, uh, it's always been this way though um, the, the strategies that are planned way in advance uh, like a military type campaign over the public uh, mindset they look for what will come out of the public what responses will be and so they always give them the leaders to follow um, who seem to give very good information uh, and as you say, then they spin it off somehow. And that's, that's the little hook that they have in it. So they prepare in advance even before they start their first move yeah. by putting these people out waiting for the event to happen.
0: Well, and you know, oftentimes, their lies are lies of omission.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you have to know the facts in order to hear. Yes. And, uh, and what reminded me of that was in '95. Uh, when we were uh working to stop the Conference of states, uh-huh. there were two the uh Senator Jesse Helms yeah. and another uh u s Senator from Colorado mm-hmm. who were promoting the Conference of states and wanted to be delegates yeah. It went to it well, Phyllis Schlafly waited till it was really won it was i mean they had been beaten, and she put out. Uh, an absolutely exquisite piece differently written differently than anything anybody had written but she did never mentioned Jesse Helms mm-hmm. she mentioned uh, whatever the guy's name was in Colorado uh-huh. and, and but she wouldn't met, mention Jesse Helms he he is a, of course a 33rd degree Mason and a me- member of the Council for National Policy mm-hmm. and if people didn't know what really happened mm-hmm. they wouldn't have known she lied by omission that's
2: right Well, it's easy to represent uh, the wrong picture by giving half the story.
0: Yes. And protect... protect their... Co- cohorts. Mm-hmm. You know what I've been wanting to do? Mm-hmm. I, when... there's so much information that is given... And sometimes it's so overwhelming to... I mean, even people who are awakening, it it can be overwhelming. And like I, you know, I had received an email sometime back from somebody who said, so what do we do? Do we just sit back and let them steamroller over us and et cetera? And it looks to me like, you know, they're winning. And the one thing that I feel that we've been neglecting in part of the conversation. Alan, and you are you can present it so beautifully is the fact that the 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 power that is within each and every individual and I'm talking taking it to a level of 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 uh, beyond this physical in other words even though it's still in the physical. And I was hoping maybe that you would share with our listeners some of the uh, the information that you have imparted in the past and haven't for a long time.
2: Well, I, I'd never be a cheerleader for the people.
0: I don't know what that means.
2: What I mean is I would never ever uh, go out there and, and um, tell them it's going to be all right. Uh, what I do tell them is that on an individual level you can make it all right for yourself maybe. And a spin-off of that, a side effect is that you can help others along the way, even unintentionally, because I think for every person who truly, and I mean truly, gets beyond the awake stage, I don't mean the awake of realizing you've just been taken over. (laughs) We've been taken over a long, long, long time ago. Yes. And all you're doing, really, is waking up out of the dream. They have been in for so long your whole life really and your parents and, and way back into the past so i tell people don't panic when you wake up thinking you're just losing it all now in reality you never had it
0: okay but where does that leave an individual
2: it's up to the individual if they can even handle that much of it most can't even handle that much of it and that's the common problem you hear in so many telephone calls is how do you wake up uh, uh, their friends and their relatives and I hear that every day and I say why are you wasting your time uh, trying to wake up people (coughs) when the the chances are one and maybe 5,000 or more can wake up
0: Well, Alan.
2: so what I tell them is don't cause friction at home that's the first thing because people spend years trying to change the people around about them uh-huh. and I see all that energy could be done uh, trying to help someone who's taken the first step they're waking up and they need information uh, and hopefully maybe along the road if your relatives are, have it in them um by hearing you discuss it with them, maybe they'll be able to come to the same level. But many won't. Will choose not to. There's also a choice involved here, a, a big choice. Many people uh, truly want to believe that they are being well managed, and and you can never forget that that that's a <laughs> the choice they make. Well, and so I tell them, don't cause dissension. Um, because it's almost like evangelizing at home, you know what, what that's like. Yeah. It's the same thing. And if the person cannot get it or does not want to get it, you'll end up with discord. And So <coughs> if them to see? So if, if, I, it's best to try and find those who are trying to wake up. And, um, and, take, and even then, there's a process of waking up into different levels of awareness. Um, uh, some get stuck in the money trap, thinking it's just the money. If we can get the money back, okay. Um, no, if we can go back to a gold standard, that's right. Or, or if we can just get the right politicians, <coughs> then it will all change.
1: Uh,
2: and all of this kind of thing, they, they don't, they don't realize that it's way beyond that, and that it's always been this way. Yes. Um. Oh, it's a train going by. Um. I'll give you an example of that. I don't know if you've, you've heard of Don Scott.
0: Oh yeah, Donald Scott.
2: Well, he did a lot on the chemtrails, and
0: he he um, wrote the brusel. Wasn't he one of the authors of the Bruselosis Triangle?
2: Uh, yeah, he did that. Yeah, yeah uh huh. Well, he had got his federal MP, his member of Parliament, and gave furnished her with all this data and went to Ottawa and she stood up and asked the Ministry of Defense why and what they're doing with, with all the spraying over the skies and she had all the facts to back it up all the data, the photographs, etc. from all over and the Department of Defense uh, or the man who was in charge, the politician in charge, said we do not have to answer you
0: we do not have to answer you
2: so there is your democracy in action see, there is no democracy it's a charade for the public to believe in.
0: Okay, but well, let's say we're talking. You're talking to an individual, mm-hmm. or let's say on the air, yeah. where you have a lot of people listening.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, uh huh. Um. And we, we 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 talk about this system mm-hmm. and how ancient the system is, and how we've always been programmed.
1: Yeah.
0: How they have cultured us. Literally, the world is their petri dish, and we are their organisms.
2: Yeah, it's so, all uh, these are all sciences yes. on human behavior.
0: Okay, Alan, that that's what I'm saying. And then on on top of that, there are religions, mm-hmm. and you 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 know you have the Christian religion, you have Judaism or Talmudism, whatever. All religions, uh, even though there is truth there. Uh, most of it is more just uh mind control and programming. Uh, you know, people being, quote, the fear of God, he's a good God-fearing man, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, It goes beyond that, too. See, I think that's what's part of what's been missing, uh, at least as part of or occasionally, mm-hmm. to have people who are caught in that trap, Alan, to be able to see that that is a, a trap like everything else. Mm-hmm. and basically they have trapped the soul uh because they have they have um removed or blocked the uh, the ability or the grasp of for a person to begin to recognize the power that is within
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's what i feel that i've been wanting for a few weeks now to do this mm-hmm. because you have talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean I, 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 the otherwise is... where in that what what use is all of this information mm-hmm. if a person sits there bewildered mm-hmm. and overwhelmed yeah. and says, "Well, my god, well, what am I doing here then?" And why are we here? What am I here for? You see what I'm saying, Alan?
2: I know I know where they all go with it. And, and again, it depends how much they've come through it all to understand much higher things. Many cannot go higher. Uh, some can.
0: Yeah, but you know, unless a seed is planted mm-hmm. for an individual to consider.
2: Yeah. But once the seeds planted and and it takes off within themselves, because the first step really is self-analysis, not world analysis. It's Self-analysis.
0: Yes, and what does that mean? Would it? That, would you expand on that?
2: Because well, if you are truly, in a sense, uh, and this is again the occultic side, because they know this is a fact, uh, that 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 you are a microcosm which basically contains all of the microcosm or, or everything around you um, everything is known within you the truth is within you that's why you can perceive it when you hear it it's already there you see. Um, it means that um, unless you understand yourself it's know thyself has always been the rule um, how can you possibly point out what's wrong in the world if you're all wrong with yourself that's why we're in the mess we're in we have control freaks and psychopaths running our, running our lives for us and uh, they don't reflect for a minute on their own personalities or their own self they, they sleep well at night after planning mass slaughters called wars um, they go to parties and they, they laugh and joke and they have no conscience they're unable to even look at themselves as they are so so those who must uh, bring the world into a, a different um arena have to start with themselves and and look at every part of their own life. Uh who they are as a person, um who are they in fact as a spiritual being. Uh, what is a spiritual being? Yes. And then again you, you find out you're constantly at war in this world with yourself. Because yes. this is the place where Spirit meets matter Like the contest between spirit and matter
0: you know what that reminds me of?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The story in the Bible about Jesus Sitting out there for 40 days and 40 nights mm-hmm. And Satan comes to him mm-hmm. And says, hey If you follow me <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at I'm good And he showed him all this stuff You know, you can rule the world basically mm-hmm. And in the Bible Jesus said, Satan, get they behind me
1: mm-hmm.
0: When I read that I mean, later, of course, I thought it, that was a wrestling. That was, we had, we're going to take it's it, all all allegory, it all allegory, but I'd like to pick this up on the other side of this break because thank you, this is what I hope that we could get into tonight. Folks, uh, we'll be back with you with Alan hot in about a couple of minutes, so you be sure and stay with us. Okay, Alan. Mm-hmm. We we were talking about the allegory
1: yeah.
0: of that story. When I um, read it later in my life, not you know as a young person going to church and stuff, mm-hmm. the way it appeared to me was that it it was a, a, a symbolic mm-hmm. of the wrestling that you were talking about. Yes. Yeah. That spiritual nature with uh, the human nature. Mm-hmm. And when he said, "Satan, get thee behind me," yes. well, the thought that occurred to me is I thought he didn't have to have Satan show him I, you know if if we're going with the um story in the Bible of the miracles and et cetera, walking on water and da 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 yes. um he didn't he didn't need any body or anything to say, well, follow me and I'll give you this and I'll give you that and you can because he already knew. And maybe that's the whole point is knowing uh within our own selves. And maybe when he said, uh, Satan get thee behind me, maybe it's when there was no more wrestling. In other words, um, we're not here to be uh powerful controllers, to be quote wealthy and nothing wrong with it if we are, if it happens to happen, depending on what we do with it. But I mean the lust or the 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 constant uh wanting more and more and more and what we're always wanting more and more and more of is physical stuff. You see what am I making any sense?
2: Well what it is is it's it is the battle of spirit and matter. Yes. Because in matter, everyone needs to eat and live and uh, sleep and have a roof over their head. And of course, the system which we live in is totally artificial and fake. And what it does is exploit all the the natural fears people have. Poverty, sickness, loneliness, illness, um, no home, uh, uh, no food, all of those things. And so success, therefore, is the opposite of all those things which they exploit. Yes. Success is having all of those things which means that you in turn exploit those beneath you. So personally I don't think that riches uh, can even be used properly. Uh, We shouldn't be using money at all. It's an anti-human.
0: Well I know but you know if there is, I maybe was relating to when I owned my business Mm. and I began to question even the business that I was in Mm. because you know it was fitness centers it was all about, you know, getting the physical body in shape, in condition, healthy. Um, and I was making uh, very good money because the business was successful. It was successful, I do know, because we were giving to those people who came in what they, you know, we were serving them. But the point is, I, I wondered if it was okay that I was making that kind of money. Well, you know what, Alan, I didn't go into the business to become, quote, rich, and I wasn't rich, but I had lots more than I needed at the time. I went into it because it's what I knew, what I loved doing, and it was serving people. Um, But then you get, then, it really does depend on, does it rule us, or does it make us think that we're somebody or something above somebody else because we have, quote, more than that person has.
2: This system worships multi-millionaires.
0: Yeah, I understand that. And, and,
2: and so it, it, that in itself tells you that you can't normalize a deviancy. Well, uh,
0: I wasn't a millionaire, but I had lots more than I needed.
2: Yeah. And... um but that's that's the key to everything. Is to see they exploit everything in the system which they've given us.
0: But I wasn't exploited. That's my whole point,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Alan. Yes. What I'm you said money cannot be used right because we shouldn't even be using money.
2: That's right. The median system.
0: Yes, of course it is. However. It it is a system that we are within right now, and you are too. Mm -hmm. You need money.
2: Yes, we've all been been given no choice.
0: And my point is, it depends if we have money, Mm. how we are with it.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, Does it make us think that, oh wow, you know, we're somebody really good or superior or better or somehow over other people? Or is it just something that's happening to us in our life? And maybe we use it for uh, helping other people who are uh, lacking in... You, you see what I'm saying, Alan?
2: Well, I think it's getting off the, the whole thing. is uh, the, the thing is, in a, a world of matter versus spirit, uh, there's going to be a battle always. And uh, because, I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, When you're young, everyone's young, they're fit and healthy and and they want to have a good time and enjoy themselves. They don't want to be burdened with uh, the worries that the the adults have or the older people have. Uh, But life can really be pretty tough at times for everyone.
0: You know what, even if you have money, life can be tough.
2: Yeah, it can be tough and and, um, uh, the world of matter is always transitory. Uh, the world of spirit can, can possibly, but not always, be eternal. Yes. And that's the key because in, in ancient times they did not believe uh, that the spirit uh, had the right to live forever. <laughs> or at least the soul, there was a difference between soul and spirit.
0: Yeah, there is. Uh, th- I mean, in those two words, there is a difference, isn't there?
2: Big difference.
0: Yeah, thank and, and, you. And
2: this modern language does have tended to blend the two together interchangeably. Would
0: you explain your understanding of the difference between soul and
2: spirit? Soul was, was the, the animating force That's why even Christians miss this, because they've been brainwashed again in the the last century, really.
0: More than that, all the way through.
2: Yeah, but really more in the last century, because they used to know the difference. They used to know this. used to be taught that everyone was born with soul, and soul is a a sort of uh, life-animating type, uh, separate from spirit, and the purpose of soul was to stick out.
0: Spirit yeah that's
2: why in the New Testament the people the, the disciples ask them how to get everlasting life. You see if they were already immortal, you wouldn't be asking them and so he was talking about how to receive spirit, how do you gain spirit
0: or gain and, and spirit or connect with and recognize and it comes
2: to the person and this was taught long before the Christian era. Uh, that when you uh, were on the right path with yourself uh, then the spirit that was made for you uh, that part of you that was separated uh, uh, when you came into the the, the physical world um, it would draw closer and closer and when it united then you had uh, the the actual the, the knowing that you would then go on if the spirit did not come to you in your lifetime the soul literally after death could sort of linger for maybe a few centuries and then die away or be recycled yeah. There's no nothing
0: and whose belief is that the ancient belief?
2: that was how they believed in all of the ancient uh,
0: yeah. religions well you know what when, when uh... I think of spirit of uh, quote having to come closer to us or come into us or whatever, what would we call it, the consciousness of everything that is in this physical world? And I'll use as an example the consciousness of plants. There is a consciousness there, Alan, and you know that.
2: I know there's an awareness here, you know.
0: A, a, a kind, a lower form of consciousness. I'm not saying the, a plant thinks, mm-hmm. but I mean we do know. I've experienced it myself with plants. They respond to us, to the care they're given, to the love that, or the the uh, well, <sighs> love your plants. I, I don't. Maybe that's not the word to use for it, but they respond to love. Uh, to a, an acknowledgement or maybe an understanding that that there is a consciousness in all things now what is that consciousness I call it creator because what else would it be Alan
2: yeah but, but again um, it's not through everything and see that was the old Gnostic teaching what
0: do you mean it isn't through everything What is that well,
2: like rock and everything else you know
0: how do you know that
2: um that's just my personal understanding Okay. and uh, and the fact is we're getting back to people again um, people have to know themselves before they can truly uh, come close to anything called or, or, or we didn't vaguely call a creative
0: well you know there's another story in the Bible about the prodigal son yeah well and I'm not saying that what I'm saying is so but there's something it's in me and it's been in me ever since I can remember Uh, so this isn't like oh because I read something Alan but the story of the prodigal son to me represents or is allegory to those of us who are of our creator which all is but yet if for example we'll take an atheist that there is quote no God, or there's nothing higher than, quote, the human being. But those, those, uh, but it doesn't matter what they think because what is, is that we are of our Father Creator. And we can turn our back and we can uh, say it doesn't exist, nothing else exists except humanity. It doesn't make a difference. And yet, once we begin to realize that and turn toward that awareness, that consciousness, it's there. Because we can't, cannot be separated from it. That would be pretty scary to think that we have to do something to, uh, be one with our Creator. Whether we recognize that or not, uh, then, then people go, well, you have to do this. You have to say, I believe in Jesus and the blood of Jesus, and then you're saved. Well, people, there are some people who never even heard the word. So that means they're doomed. you understand what I'm saying, Alan?
2: Uh, kind of.
0: Okay, maybe you don't. Well, uh, here's what I'd like to do here. Uh I, we've had conversations, mm-hmm. and there was when you and Effie had lots of conversations,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and of course, you know she tape recorded them and she shared some of them with me. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of it I've happened to stumble across. This I was cleaning out files, and I read it, and I said, "Oh my God! I want to share this with our listeners." because it was part of a conversation you and I had had, but I don't tape record our conversations, Mm -hmm. but she did, and I I transcribed this, and this is what you had said in this conversation. Mm -hmm. You said at the very top of all this, behind all the religions, behind all the masterminds that ever existed, and gurus, they have always known that there is such a thing as a spiritual force within everybody that can be utilized and they're terrified of that more terrified of that than anything else and that's the key if they can keep everybody trapped in a world where everything boils down to things that are produced and procuring wealth as long as they can keep us trapped in basic material needs we cannot get to that plane where the real war goes on and they know this they've written about this and that's what stunned me as they did write write about it. And when you have enough people, just enough people, you don't even have to be the 3%, but when you have enough who are honest enough and who are, if you like, self-enlightened, they have come to that plateau who will it to be another way. They have come to that plateau who will it to be another way, and that's when their world will come tumbling down and big changes will be made and of course their world is the world of the elite that has been made here Mm -hmm. you said they're well aware of this that's the weird thing when you study all their stuff and you get to they're just using science and they're just using psychology and then you see that there's a whole battery of atheists there who believe there are many little gods in themselves, mm-hmm. and that's all they believe in is themselves. But then, you go above them and you find this other bunch at the very top, go right back to the start again. They really believe that there's a force in the world and that they, they themselves are creating it. So, they're well aware that others can create an opposite force. Mm-hmm. So you keep people trapped in worry and matter and procuring of material goods and they'll never come to that realization. They have a real force within themselves and they really are, they, elite, are really aware of this. They really are. So that's what it takes, but it takes the people to get to a stage of self enlightenment. And she said, would you say by willpower? You said until that force, she said, would you say the willpower? And you said it's way beyond even willpower. Willpower is a tool to shape it perhaps in a direction, but it's far above that. And these characters, as I say at the top, not the managers, not your visible characters, and not your communists. The communists is the middle management. They're the atheists. They're between. The ones above them are well aware that there's another realm of science that they call it and they cloud it in a whole bunch of different terms but they're well aware that there is a science which is a force which resides within everybody and when that force comes into effect by the enlightened person then their world can literally come shattering down and she said but literally it's a force which can literally move oh you said But literally, literally, it's a force which can literally move mountains, literally. She says, in other words, like in the Bible, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you could move mountains. And you said, well, that's it. And it's not even, again, faith is an inadequate word. She said, I heard someone express that if I had the faith or made up my mind, I could walk on water, I could do anything, so maybe that." and you said, yes, it's literally a world within a world, and it's tapping into the other world, and literally forcing it into the way that it should really be, and yet not playing God with it, because once, because that's what these guys do, these guys literally play God. She said in other words, this power they have, this knowledge, they use it in a bad way. Yes, they usurped it a long time ago and they use it for their own ends. The world is hypnotized. Right now, the world is under hypnosis. People live their whole life in hypnosis and they're totally unaware that they can literally change their reality for themselves. They can literally change it for themselves. They get clues along their life. Most people don't even think about the clues, which should be self-evident. Clues where things happen to them that are beyond coincidence. Um, When you're thinking about somebody and the person phones them, when you're really down in the mouth about something and somebody comes up, just phones you out of the blue, or comes to visit and says straight out exactly the thing that's on your mind, showing you that there's another world within the world or outside of this world you, you could put it that way and they're way way beyond the laws of average or coincidence and yet they let it pass so easily because again they're caught up in the material and in the worry and you said "And children are so into this if you leave them alone they really know this the basic fears that we have starvation illness food shelter clothing and so on companionship and all this kind of stuff the basic needs have never changed and yet we're no further forward for the majority than we were probably millions of years ago and we should be asking how come how come why is this and again once you go into the old ancient history you find out what we're talking about and you realize there was nothing I just said that wasn't said thousands of years ago And when Plato said that they would be the guardians of the ages, they really meant it. They already were. It wasn't a point to come. They already were. And there's your Talmudic back and forth way of thinking. When they see something that they plan again, oftentimes they already were. And what they have you worshipping is what you're going to become. See, that's the key to all of this. They have us worshipping something, we have to become in the future and when they tell us what their future plans were they really mean they have already done it there's a two-way mirror all the time with them so Alan the, when I read this
1: yeah.
0: a, a, and it said everything that there is this force within everybody
2: yeah, everybody but the thing is um problem about reading something that was said that I said to one person.
0: Why is there a problem with that?
2: Because it does not apply to everyone.
0: I know, but what about the people that are listening that it does apply to, Alan, that have well, been waiting to hear something like that?
2: Yeah, but it seems that generally I tell them one-on-one.
0: I know, but you you can't talk one-on-one to everybody that's listening. I've done hundreds. I don't care. There's been thousands. Well, the
2: thing is, it's a battle there's a bigger battle than that going on and uh, you can't cheer the world on when so many of the public have already chosen where they want to go
0: see I'm not uh, talking about being a cheerleader I'm just talking about offering to people who have been caught up in the trap of the religions like you have to jump through hoops quote quote be safe whatever the hell that means
2: you're making a choice as well
0: But, Alan, if they don't know, and if there's no... If
2: if you want to change them, you are becoming...
0: I don't want to change anybody. I'm talking about planting seeds of thought, Alan.
2: Uh Uh-huh. However, you can also antagonize people so easily uh, by basically opposing them. The old story, Oppose Not Evil, in a sense, is true because that's when conflict begins.
0: Well, now, wait a minute. You said that you know, people should go before every elected official and uh-huh. and ask them what oath they have taken. Isn't yeah, that, that
2: saying I just said, said to you did not mean that at all. Pardon? When you oppose not evil, it means you don't come against um, uh, a religious type belief head on because all you're doing is, is going to get them to come back at you. The same way
0: oh you like mean you you you, you mean deeper. what I just read yeah. you think would uh is opposing evil oh, that's because kind of you story. said it to an individual, and I said it to maybe what a hundred people or however many are listening
2: uh-huh. is that what you're saying Well, when you're, when you're teaching a person one on one, there's more to it than what I'm just saying when it's happening. <sighs> Uh, that, that, that's what I'm, You know, like you said it. this
0: on the air one time uh-huh. when you and I were on the air and you were saying it to thousands of people because we were on the Internet. Uh-huh. Why would you do that then and you won't do that now, Alan?
2: The same kind of thing? You
0: know what you said? Uh-huh. Exactly this. You 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 said the the ones that we think are the controllers are not really the controllers. But they're, they're controlled, and the ones that are controlling them know that there is a force,
2: a well, spiritual know, yes.
0: force within everybody. And, and you said it, their greatest
2: fear. That's why they are kept, everyone is kept in fear right. and worry and threats of wars right. and rumors of wars right. and earthquakes right. and diseases and famines and plagues. Yes. And, and, of course, to keep everybody in fear.
0: But you said that, see, you said it on the air on shortwave. Uh-huh. And what you said is that their greatest fear is that enough people will discover that power within them.
2: I know. And I yeah.
0: said, Alan, how many do you think it would take? And you said, I don't think very many because there aren't very many of them. Mm-hmm. Alan, I just wanted to talk about this tonight because I, I, I'm not opposing evil. I I have uh, begun to understand they want opposition. Mm -hmm. They thrive We we, we don't have to oppose that
2: which... All you do is overcome it. Well, maybe we
0: just stand for what is right.
2: That's what overcoming means.
0: Okay. Stand for what is right. You can go
2: over the head of it.
0: But you you know what I realized is, Alan, that people listen to you Mm -hmm. and because of your awesome uh, ability... Uh, a gift that you have of, of a memory of either a thousand years or all of the books you've read. You you have taken us so far out of this matrix, if you would, mm-hmm. cutting through the matrix exactly is what you have been doing. And when you say something, people listen. Yes. I I could say this a hundred times. For example, when I was talking about Jehovah Mm -hmm. before, uh, I was stuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's when you called me after a two-year hiatus because you said you're in a rut. Mm -hmm. I said, but how do I get out of a rut if they believe in Jehovah? Then you came on the air and you said, Jehovah is Lucifer.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. You can't imagine how many people who were trying to save me said, well, huh. Jehovah is Lucifer because Alan said it.
2: Yeah. That name is holy, 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 and that, that is six, six, six about a
0: The number of man. We're it's out of we're out of time tonight. Oh, uh, I wish we had another hour. I don't know if we can pick this up uh, next Wednesday, but we'll see. Okay. Thank you, Alan. Have a Thank you so much. Good night, folks.